Welcome to the Daily Devotion with Pastor Terry Reynolds. It's so good to be with you today on Answers for Today. We're in chapter 14 of the book of Proverbs. If you have your Bible, once you turn to it. If not, I'll be reading the scriptures to you. What a joy to be here with you this day. Verse 1, we read, The wise woman, the, the wise woman, builds her house, but the foolish pulls it down with her hands. Of course, we're not talking about, you know, going out there with a hammer and a saw trying to build a house from the ground up, but really, it's a home. You know, a wise woman certainly is the one who sets the temple within the home, the pace per se. She's the one, at least, you know, in my life, I've been married to my wonderful wife for some 34 years or so, and even from the day one of our marriage, I could tell that she was going to be the one that sets the temple within the home, which I follow, how she sets the the environment of the home, a very loving, caring home, and uh, my goodness, even from the way the kitchen is done in the living room. And, you know, it's a beautiful thing how you, people, when they walk in the home of a uh, certainly a Christian, a godly woman, as they mentioned here, a wise woman, you have that sense of love. And you could tell when you walk into a godly woman's home, you feel the, the sense of the Lord there. And and that's what the here the Proverbs talking about is she's the one that, you know, obviously loves God, seeks the Lord and, and try to do her best for not only her husband, for her children, for those who walk in, that they would be not only feel you know, the presence of God and feel the sense of love and notice it doesn't take talk about how fancy the home is and, you know, how many great, you know, things that they might have within the home. I don't know if that matters so much if you have wonderful furnitures or different things in the home, if you don't. Really, it's the, the sense of God in the home that makes a house. Really, isn't it a sense of love? where you feel the love of God, the love of, uh, of the woman of the house, you know, in my, in my case, my wife or my mother and my children and, and, her ki- and uh, uh, my children's kids always felt very comfortable coming into the home. They wanted to be here. And you could have that. And certainly the wise woman builds her house because her life is built upon God and the Word of God. But the foolish pu- pulls it down with her hands. Otherwise, she's always one that's cutting. She tears down the people who comes in and really hasn't set her heart to the Lord to build up or to do. She might even know God or even well, at least talk about God. But when the application of it, it certainly sounds like a somebody that's very selfish, self-centered, rather than looking to the needs of those within her home. Wherever house that you have, it doesn't matter, from an apartment to a home to you know, living out on, you know, out in a tent someplace in some other country, you might be listening to that. What matters is, is how you build your home, that you're seeking God first, that you put the the Lord first. Verse two, he who walks in his uprightness fears the Lord, but he who is perverse is in his ways despise him. So really, as you see here, the question again is the Lord. Do you fear God? Uh, do you understand what God says in the scriptures? Are you willing to listen to what he has to say and follow the the things and instruction that he gives us to do? If so, you're one who fears the Lord. Jesus said, he says, they that love me do what? They keep my commandments. They keep my word. 
It's more than just lip service when it comes to the things of God and really our life, isn't it? Isn't it more than just lip service? Because the things we say certainly get played out in the things that we do. He says, he who walks in his uprightness fears the Lord, but he is perverse is in his ways despise him, despise God, despise the things that the Bible teaches on how to live a good, clean, honest life. In verse 3, we read, In the mouth of a fool is a rod of pride, but the lips of the wise will preserve them. The mouth of the fool really in contrast again to those who walk in wisdom. It's a rod of pride. You know, it's almost like everything they say and every other word. The Proverbs here is telling us it's all about me, 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 how great I am, the things I did, what I can accomplish. It goes on and on you, as you hear them. It's a very self-centered conversation. But the lips of the wise will preserve them. Notice the them is the plural. It's always thinking about the other person. In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, it speaks about love and the one who walks in love. It says love seeks not its own. It's looking at the needs of others. As he goes on in verse 4, he says, Where no oxen are, the trough is clean, but much increase comes by the strength of an ox. <laughs> You know, of course, we living in Southern California, or you're probably not living in a rural area, area where you have cattle around and, and you, you know, you have different type of livestock. And we understand that. I grew up in the farm. If you, if you have nothing to clean out there in the barn, you don't really have any work. Nothing's being productive. Nothing's happening. He says, but if you do have ox, he says, it's your strength. You've you got a job to do. you got to go clean up after him, feed him, and do all that. And so you're productive. A faithful witness does not lie in verse 5, but a false witness will utter lies. It, it just, you know, spins stories after story after story to make themselves look right or their story to be right. Nowadays, it's amazing what we call as as false news. How people just keep twisting things to get their agenda put, uh, you know, pushed through, even if it's built upon lies. But a faithful witness, somebody that's going to represent the matter, does not lie. Sometimes, you know, lie uh, speaking the truth at times is difficult because there's pressure to lie. I mean, and really, isn't there pressure a lot of times to compromise? But would the God that we would speak the truth as we realize the final judge is listening to us as we seek the Lord to follow the Lord. Verse 6, a scoffer seeks wisdom and does not find it. But knowledge is easy to him who understand. He says it's easy for us to understand because wisdom makes sense to the, somebody who's seeking the Lord. You, you hear a word of God, the word of the Lord, you go, aha, that's right. But the, those who are living for themselves will just simply scoff at the, the word of God. Verse 7, uh, go from the presence of a foolish man when you do not perceive in, the, in him the lips of knowledge. Otherwise, run for the foolish guys. Don't, don't take counsel. The people who aren't walking with the Lord, you know, Psalm 1 is a good 
uh, Psalm to read concerning that, that we don't take counsel with the ungodly, that we don't sit with the scornful or sit with this, you know, those who aren't walking with the Lord, but we look to the people of God. We look to the Word of God, ultimately, that counsel that we need. The wisdom, in verse 8, of the prudent is, is to understand his way, but folly of the fool is deceit. Don't you love it? He says, somebody who's really thinking about his life, somebody that wants to make good in his life, will understand his way. Otherwise, the path that he's on, the direction that he's going on, he says that wisdom of the prudent, you're drawing upon wisdom, that you're just not flying off the handle, making rash decisions, but you're seeking God. I have a tendency to like to pull out an old tablet, you know, it's not one of those electronic tablets, but actually a piece of paper where I have a situation come up. I, I write things down, and then I pray about it, and I seek the Lord. Lord, what would you have us to do? And sometimes I'll get a little, you know, prompting of the Holy Spirit and what I should do, and sometimes I don't. So I just wait upon it and pray more about it. And other times I, I look at it, and it doesn't make sense. It's confusing, and so I just let it go at that point as I'm looking for God's wisdom. But the fool, but the fool, of course, is filled with deceit. You know, as we look at this and as we look at these verses, it's, again, it's, what we're seeing is the contrast between the righteous and the unrighteous, the one who walks in wisdom and the one who walks as a fool. It doesn't come down to a choice. I pray that this day that you'll make that right choice to follow Jesus Christ, that you would draw upon God's wisdom in your life. And so until next time, this is Pastor Terry. May God richly bless you. Thank you for taking part in today's program. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org Again, that's Terry Reynolds at agapechapeloc.org or you can write us at Agape Chapel, P.O. Box 4023, Huntington Beach, California, 92647. May God richly bless you.